Sting's last match should have been a three month story, bro. Mm-hmm. And and whether whether it was whether it was turning a Darby ha- Allen heel and he was going to be the one to replace Sting, mm-hmm. you know, it should have been a three month story with focus, bro. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Vince Russo. Happy birthday to you. Very nice, Chris. Very nice. Thank you very much. Bro. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed, man. Another year, man. Another year to be grateful that you're here, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, man. Speaking of gratitude, we're always grateful for Tony Khan because <laughs> he's the gift that keeps on giving, ladies and Absolutely, gentlemen. man. Jelly of the Month Club. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, yeah. indeed. So uh, the, the latest Tony Khan news other than Jinder Mahal stuff is uh, so he's bringing back the ranking system. And according to uh, uh, Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer, he stated that CM Punk, ladies and gentlemen, was the person who told him to get rid of the ranking system. And that was a big thing, you know, for for him. Old school, you know, WCW back when they used to do the rankings back in the day, used to do the um, for AEW for a while. They did the records and all that jazz, too. So. This ranking system of Tony Khan's, Vince. What what does it what does it mean? Well, bro, first of all, like uh, you know, with Alvarez reporting that they 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 stopped the ranking system way before CM Punk got there. Mm-hmm. They hadn't been doing that for a while, bro. They were doing it, and I think Tony saw um the the reality of 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 how difficult it is to do that because bro, we tried that at TNA. Uh, yeah. And bro, the problem is, you know, you you got to include every house show and everything, mm. and we literally had, uh, you know, like Matt Conway, you mm. know, m- mapping everything out, every house show and everything, bro, and it just, it really, it really hinders the booking. I mean, mm. at the end of the day, it really, really hinders the booking. So. Yeah. It was an experiment that didn't work. Eric Bischoff was always into that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Tony Khan did early on. And, you know, bro, we were having guys 0-3, getting a title shot, and then everybody was up in arms. It didn't work the first time around. Bro, this this ranking system in any company has never proven to work. Never. Anywhere. Yeah, it seems like Bischoff uh, liked it because, you know, he, he's an AWA guy and, and, and they, AWA was, you know, really big on, on, on the rankings and things like that. WCW did it, too, in the early 90s. And I remember, like, when uh, uh, Bill Watts would, you know, uh, be on the screen and they would have, like, you know, the top 10 and Jim Ross would uh, announce it and things like that. And you would have, like, number seven or number six be like the natural dusty roads and i'm cutting a promo talking about being number six and stuff like that so the old school part of that was fun but at the same time to your point vince i mean especially when you have you know over 100 people in the roster man i mean like it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult to to have a top 10 
based on you know predetermined scripted television you know that's so much it's that's very much hard bro we, we we legitimately tried it and it just it it was too difficult when when did y'all notice in tna that it started to go south as far as like being too difficult to manage when it started affecting the booking okay Okay. And like this guy needed a win to get up and this, you know, when when that started happening and it was really affecting the booking. Hmm. Do you think that him bringing back the rankings uh, reportedly, you know, do you think that that had a lot to do with after the gender Mahal thing, the hook being 28 and one and all that? And so do you think that that had something to do with that? That conversation that, that's a that great explained. point chris that's a great point because yes the answer is yes because yeah. like i said bro they hadn't done it in a while yeah and yeah. that now what we're gonna put the heat on cm punk yeah. bro they stopped doing it way way before punk came into the company yeah yeah seems like it seems like tony khan's trying to bring it back because of the the tweet, you know, making and putting Hook over. So, I mean, Hook, speaking of Hook, man, you know, he was 28 and one or, or whatever he was, 26 and one, 28 and one, you know, with that uh, exchange that Tony Khan had with Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal didn't win in a year. And so Tony Khan was like, how's someone who hasn't won in a year get a world title push, which seeming seemingly is the reason why he's like, aha, let's bring back the, the ranking system. Now, you know, You've put over Hook before. Of course, Hook is Taz's son. Uh, has a good look to him. Has a rugged type of young look to him. Definitely someone who is um, has a ton of potential and opportunity to him. Overall, though, he's been kind of caught in the was really, really over organically by the fans and then kind of got lost. Well, really got lost in the shuffle again based on all the other shiny new toys that come in. Where do you see Hook in the next year or two in the AEW? Bro, it's interesting because I did not watch Dynamite yesterday. I don't know if they followed up on it at all because I thought that was key. Bro, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Hook's Taz's son. You know, I'm I, I love Taz. I'm I'm rooting for the kid. I'm pulling for the kid. I got sons. You got sons. You know. But the fact of the matter is, bro, you hear me say this all the time. What is missing out of wrestling? Cool, bro. The cool is missing out of wrestling. Hook is cool, bro. That's what wrestling needs. I think you know. I I think he's still growing, bro. I think he's got to grow into his body. You know, obviously, bro, it's 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 in the bloodlines. But, you know, like I said, bro, the thing that stands out to me is this kid is freaking cool. And that's what we need. So, um, you know, I, I'll probably go back and look online or something because what was key was how Tony Khan was going to follow that matchup. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- do you think do you see any missing links in hook i think hook has a cool factor for sure you know putting his uh arms on the buckle and looking away from you know kind of smugly looking away from this uh, talent at first toward more toward the camera i think those things are those you know i'm all about nuances man those nuances are really cool about him promo work not good you know and he's definitely have a lot to to work on when it comes to that do you think size-wise, Vince, if you had the books, 
what would you tell what what advice would you give to uh, to hook to make him a more of a main event star a staple main event star bro if he just keeps coming back for more and is relentless okay. like bro the way i would have booked him is bro i would have booked him is you know he 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 threw the kitchen sink at joe came up short i would have had him come back the next week and challenge christian cage for his title mm. Because he, he, bro, he needs to be in a program with a veteran that will, that will be able to teach him and help him get over. That's what he needs. You cannot put him in there with somebody that has, you know, little or no experience. You got to put him in there with a veteran presence. Yeah. And they would have, they were having him with the FTW title for a while. That, t- that title doesn't mean anything. And they were having people <laughs> defend it and, and him losing and the Jungle Boy and all all that stuff, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks and just a meaningless title as far as just AEW is concerned. By having him in the FTW division for so long, do you think that that hurt his momentum uh, in the uh, – in the company overall, or do you think that was a good placeholder to put him? No, there, there, there's no placeholder. I mean, it, it, that that's Tony Khan's booking, bro. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And yes, bro. You know, I, I just I see so many talent like just come up and like get beat, yeah. bro. I'm I'm telling you, man. In all the companies I worked for, when we had new talent. Uh, you know, and we just signed somebody or somebody was coming off of injury, whatever the case may be. I didn't bring them back just to beat them, bro. Mm. Like I never did that in my life. Mm. And man, I see WWE do that all the time, bro. With the, uh, the two dudes who have the shirts up to here, who, who are they deadly something? Um, you talking about the authors of pain? No, no, the guys that wear the shirt. Oh, uh, pretty deadly. Pretty deadly. Yeah, they beat yeah. the, they beat Austin Theory to death. They yeah. beat that Aussie yeah. kid to death. I yeah. don't understand yeah. that, bro. Like I said, man, it would have been like us bringing, you know, bringing Val Venus in, and we're beating Val Venus, and mm-hmm. we're beating Edge, and we're beating Christian. Go look at what we did with all these people, bro. We didn't beat them the minute we brought them up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point too. Just as Again, man, when you have an uh, when you have such an influx of, of talent that you don't know that you you have what you have two hours of dynamite, you have one hour of rampage, and two hours of collision. You have five hours to book a hundred people. You know what I mean? So, and then you have a paywall with ROH, but then you have ROH talent. You know that's it, you know its own type of thing. You you kind of overlay some or ROH and AEW, but you know, that, that, that goes into my next question, Vince. Why do you think what's, what's convincing about ROH being behind a paywall one and two, what are your thoughts of the acquisition so far of ROH from Tony Khan? Bro, come on, man. Tony Khan, Tony Khan brought ROH cuz he was a mark for ROH. Uh, that that's it. That that's the only reason ROH is like still in business today. There there's no value there, bro. Nobody's going to buy a ROH pay-per-view except the people that buy it all the time. Bro, remember how he went out and made that big announcement and how that's what it was all about for him. That's what all it was all about for him. But my God, come on, bro. There is no way in the world Tony Khan thought 
that that would have been a viable piece that was going to make money. No, no way, bro. Come on. Yeah, he's he's overlapping a lot of AEW talent to ROH and uh, vice versa and even having like ROH main events and stuff like that. When Jericho won the Ring of Honor World Championship, do you think that was a, a, a good call for AEW? Do you think that was a, a nice little swerve there? No, bro, absolutely no. not. <laughs> come on, bro, come on. Like, we we, we, we just got to be honest, man. We, we know why Tony bought it. Tony didn't think it was going to make any money. He's doing with it exactly what he wants to do with it. But in the big scheme of things, it means nothing. Come on, bro. WWE just signed a $5 billion deal. We're going to sit here and talk about Ring of Honor. <laughs> Come on, man! It, then they're not even in the same universe. Man. You don't see Ring, Ring of Honor Netflix deal? No, I don't. No, no, no I don't. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's, it seems like it's pretty difficult for all weights to get for 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 AEW for Dynamite to have a television deal, Collision to have a television deal. Why do you think it's so difficult to pitch ROH with the package? Well, because either. And we've talked about this, and this has been out there that, um, you know, TNT, TBS, Warner Brothers Discovery owns a piece of AEW. Yeah. And if that's the case, those other shows are all properties of AEW. Ring of Honor is a totally different company. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. why, in my opinion, that's why they don't have a television deal because Warner Brothers Discovery does not own a piece of that. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And they're, it seemed like it's difficult for them to find anything else other than TBS and, and uh, T TNT as far as an ROH because uh, there's so many there's so many other channels like CWs you know are, you know are reportedly in line with N NWA and you know just there's so many channels you know yeah. Access TV you know with TNA and uh, there's there's just a lot of channels that you can work with but. It doesn't seem like they're finding uh, any type of um, uh, fortune with with their with their deal no. with, with getting a television deal. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about Sting's possible last match, man. Uh, right now, it seems like it's going to be affiliated with the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks is uh, kind of playing some type of heelish role, and uh, they they come out on an episode of Dynamites, and they just kind of. Uh, just kind of look and just kind of survey the scene. They do a sit down interview uh, uh, shortly after that, uh, another episode out of all the options for sting to have his final match, which will be in um, a, a little about five weeks as, as of this uh, recording. And so in five weeks, stings last match, young bucks, your thoughts. Bro, that's just lack of lack of lack of writing, lack of storytelling, man. This Sting's last match should have been a three month story, bro. Mm -hmm. And and whether whether it was whether it was turning a Darby Allen heel and he was going to be the one to replace Sting, mm -hmm. you know, it should have been a three month story with focus, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there is no focus. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I wouldn't even know, bro, how you would get to Sting and the new and the young. But I, I don't even know how you would get there. It seems to me like Darby Allen would have been the guy, and I would have turned Darby oh. Allen heel. And bro, so easy to do, bro. Then you have the match. You got the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair match. 
Hmm. where Darby Allen, you know, beats Sting, the old thing, and then at the end, hugs Sting and the whole hmm. nine yards. But Young Bucks, I mean, you you tell me and we'll, we'll both know, bro. I have no idea where that comes from. It's typical Tony Khan whiteboard booking, man. You know, day of, there's a whiteboard right there in the back. Zoop, just, just this whiteboard booking, man. Yep. And, and that's what it seems like, uh, unfortunately. And that whiteboard booking, man, can really uh, cause the casual fans to step away from the product because there's nothing to encapsulate people to stay. Right. And, and I think with, to me personally, I mean, it seems like the – it seems like it was just meat on the bone, handed on the plate, on a platter for yeah. Darby Sting. I mean, it yeah. just seems like that would have been the thing. Yeah. But they haven't pushed Darby strong enough to even make that a thing now. If if I had my choice, this, this close to Sting's last match, for it to feel like something, I would have him go against Christian Cage, man. Like, Christian Cage is the... Biggest heel in all of professional wrestling television right now. He is just doing amazing work as a heel. And I think if you really, really want uh, Sting to have that feeling of going over, of, of, of that, the feeling of that face versus heel, which Sting is a really, really big fan of. I, I've I've asked Sting a question in the media, um, uh, a live media thing before and I asked him about the, the faces versus heels and he said you know um, if it wasn't for Ric Flair or Rick Rick Rude it would be no sting and so he that's where he gels well with that baby face heel dynamic and Christian Cage is doing amazing work right now and just the, the promos that he can cut against Sting that's just gets under his crawl and that and that just you know he can be he can go with his retirement he can he, he can address so many things that's really get under his crawl and i think it would be good i'm just not a fan of like sting in a in a singles match man i think that that's going to roll the dice as far as just you know you know you get that itch too like the undertaker did and if the and if the last match that everybody will remember me by is lackluster and it's and it's not something that i will approve then he'll have that itch again and want to come back and then he'll get another match it's like uh it just it's just the itch that keeps on itching man <laughs> like yeah, bro, unless it I'm feels you, good bro. yeah yeah unless unless it's cured by some good match i just don't I'm not sure if a, if a singles match is just something that Sting could. I mean, yes, you can do the bells and whistles and stuff like that. Um, and I do think that if they did a whole bunch of theatrics, that would work. And I do think that they'll probably do that. They'll, they still probably want to protect Sting. Yeah. Which is probably why they'll have him in a tag match. So why do you think there's no more Ric Flair involvement in AEW? Because you, you, uh, you know, when we talked a few months ago, you were saying Ric Flair. Will well, be bro, what, what's the match we're talking about now? The, the His last match. Yeah, what uh, is it, though? What What is it? It's going to be him and Darby against Young Bucks at Revolution, seemingly. Yeah, and that's uh, that's uh, and, and I still there. I still would not count Flair out of that, bro. Really, I don't. He hasn't been on AEW for. Yeah. I mean, he's just not even affiliated with AEW anymore, is he? I think he is. I mean, like I know he's got the partnership with the, the energy drinks or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just as far as on screen, he's just kind of like he was yeah. cutting promos in the very beginning. Now he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, as well but, as but, but 
you know, I mean, bro, that's how that's how Tony books. Yeah. You see somebody and then you don't see them again for a long time and up here so and so. I mean, that's that's what the guy does, bro. Well, so. back and uh, cut a low blow on uh, Sting. And, Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Just put his tights on one more one more time. <laughs> Who knows? The young, the young Bucks and Sting. Uh, the Young Bucks and Flair against uh, Sting, uh, Darby, and who else? <laughs> Who would, be the, who would be the third person on that six-man team? We'll get somebody in there, bro. Steamboat, bring Steamboat back in there. For, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.